0: Wonderful, wonderful technology, and I am joined, as ever, by my co-host, Colin Gallagher.
1: Hey, hey, hey.
0: And Scott DeLandy.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: How are you doing tonight, Colin?
2: Uh, it's been a long, frickin' frying week, um, but I am happy to be here and glad we're doing this, and happy to have a glass of wine in my hand.
0: Oh, amen to that. Jesus, <laughs> what a brutal week it's been. How about you, Scott?
1: So, I was like, oh... We're doing this tonight? Wait a minute! It's only Wednesday night. Why are we doing it on a Wednesday night? That's odd. Okay, I don't remember making that, but I guess it's tonight. And I literally did not realize until a couple hours ago that it's not Wednesday; it's Thursday. And it's like, oh, it's Thursday! Wow. So yes, so I'm totally looking forward. To it. it has been obviously a long few days, um, and uh, and I'm and I'm very very happy to be here, and I have some spectacular wine, so I'm excited to talk about it.
0: So so effective, Scott, that it's really Wednesday in your world. That's, yes, that's, that's it. Done. You've the, got the, two more days left in your world. Uh, what what
1: what, what would normally take somebody? What would normally take somebody to a Friday, and it felt like it was a Friday because of the the quantity of effort that went in. I it only took me to a uh, wait a minute. What's today? It's today's Thursday. So it's Thursday. Yes. So all right. No, that analogy doesn't make sense. Anyway. <laughs>
0: You've got this.
1: You've got this. I got it. All right.
0: And we're here to support you.
1: Thank you. You're not here to mock me, which is wonderful because I I, I feel I, I I get mocked pretty regularly um, all around, and uh, now it's yes. Yeah, we're here, here, we're taking... here's the here's the, the home team for support. Yes.
0: Yeah, we're taking a break from beating you up this week, Scott, because because we we all could use a hug. Oh, I feel shit. it like.
2: Well, the night is young. Let's see what he says. But yes, I, <laughs> I have no I have no plans to beat you up, Scott.
1: Okay, yeah, good. All yeah. right, also, excellent. So it'll be it'll be the beatings will be organic. Okay, yes, I feel yes. better.
2: <laughs> Surprise! You'll never know. You have to live in fear.
1: Cool
0: also my, my VP of marketing was nice this week and 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 merciful on our metrics call so I mm. felt good about that and then um, today someone sent me a surprise delivery of cookies and addressed it to um, the best manager ever wow. <laughs> so Holy they're clearly smokes. they're clearly trying to buy my love and it worked. <laughs> So so, thank you to to Rosemary for sending me the cookies, which are fabulous. She what kind of me... cookies?
1: What kind of cookies?
0: Name it. Like... Oh, <laughs> like, okay. So these... it's a... She sent me um, cookies from this place called Bang Cookies, and they're ginormous. So I've got like the box and bag full of individually uh... wrapped cookies here, and this s- one s- is sea salt chocolate chunk. But there's, like, a kitchen- a bourbon kitchen sink one, and, like, all kinds of chocolate ones and and oatmeal ones and everything in the bag. So, so, of course, the cookies arrived and the kids lost their goddamn minds. (laughs) So I had to, like, be like, no, this is for me, and, like, beat them away from the box of cookies so I could have one. And now I've got it hiding downstairs so they don't eat all the cookies. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, um... This week, we have a surprise mystery wine in that it's supposed to be a wine that you haven't tried before, that when you saw the label or the name, you said, man, I've got to try this, and, and you went for it. So um, we'll start with you, Scott, because I see you've got another white wine this week.
1: I do. I went with another Pinot Grigio because I have sort of locked in on basically... Two now, I would say three, so three different um, bottles that I've been trying. And they're, they're all very good, and I, and, I, and I like them, and I just kind of rotate through them just based on, you know, really no emotional attachment other than just like, oh, I've been drinking a lot of those, I'll have one of these. So I, I went with a, um, uh, a Trilado, uh which is a, a Pinot Grigio, so it's, a, it's, a, um, it's an Italian wine. Um, but it's known for having the, um, the grapes uh, fermented in stainless steel tanks for a year at least, and then they are actually put into the barrels and um, um, fermented um, for another eight months. So having you know had the expert on in understanding what makes wine good, Right, I know that the aging process is super important to this. So um, I thought I would give this one a shot. It's a little bit of a higher price point, not outrageous. I think it was like thirty-five bucks for the bottle, um, but I did want to try it. And it is, I would, I would say this: if you're looking to have, you know, a white wine, you know, summer coming in, and it's sort of a middle of the day type of thing, and you're looking for something that's just, you know, kind of fruity and really crisp, um, I would. Absolutely recommend this. This is this is uh, superior as far as the Pinot Grigios go from what I've had in the past. But of course, it's only Wednesday, so who knows? Thursday, I could have a completely different opinion. So, but yeah. that's that's my wine, and I'm sticking to it.
2: Very, very nice. nice, very nice. What about you, Colin? So I went with something I don't think we've talked about on the podcast before: a supper ravi. No. It's a, it's a wine from the Republic of Georgia.
0: Okay. It's one
2: it's one of their native grapes um, and you're growing up in Russia we it was one of the wines we could get because Georgia at the, well, the Soviet Union Georgia was at the time part of the Soviet Union so it was something local. And so you don't get it much in the US. I think they only grow it up like upstate New York and the Finger Lakes areas and stuff. Um but um i was actually i was actually going up to dinner the other night and there was a russian grocery store next to the restaurant and got there a little early and so went and checked in and there was a supper separate there i was like yes because i haven't had it in a long time i've always been a big fan of it um and um last time i had it was at a, at a georgian restaurant in palo alto by the way if you ever want to go there's a great georgian restaurant bevery in palo alto <laughs> right downtown palo alto um and um it's a, it's a really really great and somewhat unusual red it's um it's a dry, probably medium body red, I would call it, um, very dry, uh, high in the tannins, um, high in acidity, a little bit of astringency as a result, but, not, you know, in a pleasant way. Um, you know, not a little fruity, you know, so it's sort of, it's not quite as heavy as a zin or a Cab, but, but heavier than a Pinot um so it's very nice I mean I would call this this is a great red wine for pizza if you can find it <laughs> um actually I, I looked online you can actually order it on, on some of the online places of separate obviously so yeah it's a very old Georgian wine um and that I'm, I'm a big fan of oh yeah um like end dry you gotta like it dry so Melissa what about you what did you what was your impulse purchase
0: Oh, mine is a Washington local wine this time. I I saw this, and it's pretty simple. It just says, Redhead Red. It's um, out of Brian (laughs) Patrick Vineyards. And I'm like, bet, okay. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, as a redhead, I need to check this out. So, um, So I checked it out, and it says that it's got, like, red berry and a hint of dark cocoa. I think it's a little um young for for drinking right now um it's a 2018 but um but it's it's very dry and it's got a bit of sharpness to it if that makes sense so so it's it's interesting it's it's a little more dry i think than than i'd like it to be
1: so you're saying stay away from the young redheads is that what i'm hearing I'm saying boom, boom. <laughs>
0: give it a little more time to mature.
1: Ah, okay. Just a I got little it. more time. Right, a little more shelf time. I got it. Cool.
0: Yeah. So I guess I guess that kind of brings us into the technology piece. And the tech this week were, were was tech that makes you more efficient. Um, one thing I have been playing around with, especially in coordinating remote school and... Uh, a very um prohibitive to productive progress meeting schedule uh (laughs) is 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 this notion of of how to be more efficient and and make sure everybody's kind of on task doing what they need to do so that that's kind of where this came from and and um in, in doing that, I've, I've found some tri- tips and tricks, but I'm way more interested in, um, in what you all do to be, to be more effective, like the technology you use to be more effective and efficient.
2: So I'll give you one that I thought I'm, you know, you probably won't believe from me, but the, um, the shared tasks in Microsoft Teams.
1: Oh my God. Okay. okay so uh, I, yeah go
2: ahead the best part of teams to be honest like you know the video conferencing works but it's it's, it's okay it's not great um you know again I'm, I'm not sure how great you can be at video conferencing in general the chat sucks in teams to be honest like the individual chat sucks in Teams. the group chat is good yes um, but the t- the task list oh my god i love it i live with that i can create my own i can assign them to teams everybody sees them it's shared. You don't have to do anything crazy to do it. You can, you know, like, again, if you create it, if you have a team in teams, you know, which, you know, it's like sort of thing like a, a team inside Slack, everything is associated with it. It's just really, really nice. I'm very impressed with it.
1: So I was like, when it, when, when it first rolled out, you know, where I am, um, I was like, oh, God, here we go. Another platform. How long is this going to last? You know, and I'm going to start to use it and I'm going to get and then and then I'm going to become reliant upon it and then they're going to switch and there'll be something else. Right. Um, and uh, so now that I, I have been using it and it's become pretty mainstream, there are a lot of cool features in it. Um, you know, the fact that it, in a lot of ways it replaces a whole bunch of other touch points that you use to communicate with people. So for example, like if, I'm, if I need a presentation, right, the, the old way would be like email somebody say, hey, do you have a presentation? Can you send me the file, right? What I like about Teams is that if I, I could see somebody's online, like, I know you're there. You can't hide from me. Not like email, right? And I can, you know, send them a text saying, hey, I'm looking for the slide from whatever, whatever, whatever. And they can send me the the uh, the slides back, the entire presentation the file back. Um, and again, it kind of eliminates that whole extra step. And it doesn't, like, sit in email. So, like, now when, you know, Three days later, when I lose the, the file and like, where did I put it? I can always be like, oh, yes, I can go back to the history of the chat and the um, and the file that they sent is still there. The, the thing I don't like about Teams is, you know, we, we all use PowerPoint a lot. And it's the fact that if you open a presentation in Teams, it's basically just an HTML file. You can't really go in and you can't, you, you're not actually opening the file to be able to do any kind of edits or make any changes. So if you actually want to take a slide, like I'm only looking for a slide. So you send me the deck and there's one slide in there that I want. I then have to take that and I have to download it. The thing that I find confusing is that when you try to do a download, it doesn't ask you where you want to put it. It just dumps it into your downloads folder, right? So I have like all this. Which is, you know, it's not bad, but now you have all this stuff there. And, like, you don't remember where it is because I like to keep things a little bit better organized. But, uh, again, I was I was resistant against it when it first rolled out. Um, and I, I kind of waited for other people to kind of, I would say, harass me with, hey, it's on here. Go here. Go here. I was like, okay, I have to start paying attention to these notifications and people are actually asking me questions. It's like, okay. and But now it's become, you know, so I don't really check. I mean, I still check email only because that's on my phone, but like the first thing I do when I log into the day is I go in and I check teams and I see, okay, what's what's happening? So it's trained me to, to make that kind of one of my focal points in terms of here's how I organize and communicate and share and, and do all those types of things. And I am surprised to be able to say that because three months ago I would have told you, no, they'll, they'll move to yeah. something else.
2: I, I, my, my, I mean, I'm I, like I said, I'm mixed on it. There's some things that I really like the, the actual Teams capabilities. We can share files and stuff. That's great. The search for them is hard. So I, I have like fifty Teams I'm a part of, and when I want to go find something, I have to scroll through the list, and they're not in alphabetical order, and it's just a pain in the ass. Um, but like, if you have you have you played with the tasks on it, uh, Scott? The tasks you have to add it. It doesn't come in the default menu. You have to hit the plus at the bottom and add the task to it. And once I did that, I'm like, oh my god, it was like you get the your own, your own personal ones plus shared ones. For, it's 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 a great view for everything. Yeah. Excuse
1: me. So I, I haven't gone that because I still write everything down so I have my my list that I that I still kind of write because I sometimes I'm not sitting here and I think of oh I got to work on this and I owe this and I got to reply to that and it's just like I'll make my list and I'll go through it. Yeah, I mean
2: I used to make a list on my phone. I used to have a, a to do yep. to do answer, um, but um, but I um, I like this having it all in one place and it actually works on the phone, which is really nice as well. So I can because I, again I, I come up with things where I'm th- sitting or thinking doing right etc. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've, so, been, I, I've been doing Google Keep for that, and, hmm. and doing grocery lists with yeah. with the kids and and yeah. other adults <laughs> to where it's yeah. all there.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, in our house, in our house, we use um, even with my mom, we use you know shared to do lists on on, on the on the iPhone, which is sort of a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I got I got caught up. So you mentioned kind of the the Google applications and things like Google Google Docs. The thing that always like confused me is like when someone say, "Oh, here's you know something and it's shared through through Google Docs," I would go in and I would like type stuff and I would edit stuff and I would add stuff, and I would be like, "There's no save button." Nope. <laughs>
0: nope. nope. Auto, auto save.
1: And auto so, save. so, but that would that would like freak you out. Yeah. out. And, and even for my even for my blog, so the, I I use um. um WordPress, it, uh, WordPress. Yeah. and that would always freak yeah. me out because where's where's the little floppy disk icon that I'm supposed to hit when I'm done because if I don't hit well, that, I could lose... Because you know, no one knows what software. a floppy disk looks like oh, anymore. Oh, God, God. Nobody yes. Knows, yeah.
0: Nobody knows. I watched Curie the other night and they had the the five and a half inches or, or whatever, um, five and three quarters, I think, actually. Um, yeah, five, yeah but, five and three quarters and two yeah, and a half it, yeah. it, was, it was all over the place, and I was like... <gasps> I bet nobody knows what those are anymore. Like, (laughs) i was so excited for a minute. But yeah, um, goodness.
1: (laughs) Well, it was because, and and this goes back to, so this was like a a year ago when like I, I realized there was no save function in the Google Docs because my kid was working on a project. And I asked her, I said, did you save it before you were done? And she's like, Save? What, why what do you, you mean you save it well yeah what do you what do you mean save save it how it's like hit the button so that the stuff that you just wrote is like in the current version and it was just like well, what do you mean i don't understand what you're and i was like oh my god she didn't save it she wasted it i was like completely and i pulled the document up i was like is this it and she's looking at me like i'm like a moron it's like yes yeah, that's it why that's it. Why, yeah. why why wouldn't that be it i don't understand what you mean save like i don't save it where how do i save so it was um it was interesting i was like okay so maybe i I don't know as much as i think i know about this stuff so um yeah that was a that was an eye-opening experience
0: yeah, and and while we're on that, like the the commenting, the suggested edits, and and the kind of features of being able to roll forward and roll back on that stuff. Yeah,
2: are Google Docs so good.
1: is amazing. Yeah, it's better. <laughs>
2: like if you put a word, I mean, you can Word document and team, It's eh, okay. The PowerPoint yeah. is useless, as Scott mentioned, but um, but I think the the, the 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 like a Google Doc like is incredible like that i remember the first time i used one when i was at pure and like we were editing a press release and like someone's in there simultaneously and yes we just like being able to see what some machines no no it was super collaborative even though we were not in the same place etc yeah yeah it
0: was, it was yeah.
2: yeah and then you're right That had to screw something up and the rollback changes it all works it works so well
0: yeah yeah that's my jam is when when you're all like editing at the same time and and going through and and getting that stuff going like like that's that's my happy place that and and while we're on google scheduled send and uh, getting kind of that that uh yeah my work-life balance may not be perfect but as as what i'm doing i'm gonna have to take some time off during the day tomorrow so i'm gonna write this email at 2 a.m and i don't necessarily need my team to know that i'm doing that and i definitely don't want them doing it so i'm gonna schedule send this and and pretend i was working at like human hours (laughs) so so i i enjoy I enjoy the scheduled send and the and the and every app that has a scheduled send, I love it yes, <laughs> what else what else
1: I mean that was my big one it really was was only because I was just so surprised by it um you know, the other thing that I like is um just from you know being able to keep track of where everybody is. Uh, the location services are kind of nice, yes. right? Being able to know who's around when, you know, I don't have to say, hey, are you on your way anymore? I can go and look up like, okay, so they're going to be here in, you know, 20 minutes. I better, like, pull everything together or finish what I'm working on or whatever it is. But that's that's kind of cool as being able to track where, where everybody is. There's only a few people, by the way, on the Google, on the, um, on the Snapchat map. So like every now and then, like if Colin sends a snap, I'm like, where the hell is he? And I can check on the map, and I can be like, oh, all right, he's at the gym, or he's down the street, or whatever he is. So I can, you know, it gives you the ability to kind of spy on people because you probably don't even know your location services are enabled for Snapchat. Do you, oh, Colin? I do, I do, do I do. Yes, okay. I do.
2: Yes, I do, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Totally yeah.
0: stalking Colin there. Yes. Yeah. Creepy.
2: Yeah, I know actually does anyone geofence anyone? I did that for a while, um, and then I sort of stopped. Like, I you know, I feel let, like I should. Or like notify like you can sit, you can set an alert and say notify me when so and so leaves their current location or so and so arrives at this other location.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah.
0: I probably should do that with my sons. Like yeah. yeah that'd be the- that'd be helpful.
1: So it's funny you mention that because the only time I get a notification that someone, so if somebody sets sets that for you, you get an alert that says, hey, yeah. someone just set a, a notification mm-hmm. to let, let you, the only person that does it is my mom. And I know she, <laughs> and I know she doesn't know like that I'm getting notified over it. So like I'll be out who knows where and all of a sudden out, out, leaves the bar. Like, basically that's where I'm at, you know, and it will be like, oh my God, my mom is still tracking me. It's like, yes, I'll make it home. But crying out loud. So, yes, that's uh, – but, again, you, you get the notification that lets you know that someone is actually asking for that information yeah. because otherwise it would be kind of uh, kind of creepy.
2: Yeah, I made my mom share her location services with me just because I never know where she is. And, you know, there, there was one time I was looking for her and she got to Chicago for the weekend, didn't tell anybody.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. So she's, I've got to, like – so I just, I'm just slivered over it is here. Yeah, it
0: goes uh, both ways. You kind of have to – yeah, it's at some point you become the parent as the kid, and I guess I'm a bad example being the orphan of the group.
1: But so so here's here's the uh, the Snapchat. Oh no, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a parent. It's just I mean, my mom
2: is completely independent. It's just like like I said, she just up went to Chicago, didn't bother telling me like like have you heard from mom? I was like went over to the house, she's not there. Like two days in a row, so she wasn't answering her phone. She forgot her charger. I was like okay, so. Yeah.
1: So the, the the Snapchat location services. First off, if you have if you have younger kids, that's what they use. They're all like everybody tracks everybody. So like it'll be like, hey, do, you know, we got to go to the mall, or we got to go wherever, and they'll look at their phone and they'll clear whether or not it's okay to go there. We're like, no, we can't go there because so and so is there or whoever. <laughs> so that's, um, literally, like, like if we're going someplace, the first thing they'll do is they'll pull up the map to see if there's anybody else there, and they'll determine whether or not they want to be seen. Obviously, they want to be seen with me, but they may not want to be seen in general. But um, but that will so so they will um, they will check that out. But the the Snapchat hack that I learned is that if you have it set up so that it only updates your location when you're on the app, if you go someplace and you don't want to know, you don't want somebody to know that you left the house and went to the mall or went to wherever it is. The secret is is you just don't look at Snapchat. Yeah, so well, yeah, as long as yeah. as long as you don't as long as you don't check. Your Snapchat while you're out, wherever the last location was when you checked it, that's what ends up getting broadcast out. And I didn't know that, because you know I, I learned that you know people don't want anybody to know where they are, but they don't want to like go into ghost mode and disappear off of the uh, off of the app. They'll just not look at it for whatever time it is that they're wherever they are that they don't want people to know that they're at. So it was a uh, it was an eye opening hack.
0: I I yeah. live for ghost mode in Snapchat. <laughs> people are creepy. Like, (laughs) I'm a ghost. (laughs) Go on, Colin.
2: No, I was gonna say, Scott hasn't used location based dating apps enough to to learn that (laughs) trick either. Wow. (laughs) Don't check in on the app when you're someplace else. (laughs) You don't want to be true story. Um, Yeah, so no other other hacks that I have. I mean, I think um, in terms of productivity, for me, uh, you know, being against uh, mean, it's not that it's, it's just shutting down email. Yeah. Or, sh- or turning, actually, really turning off notifications. And like, yeah. su- super secret hack if you're a Mac person, option click on the little hamburger menu, shuts off your notifications. Do that a couple times a day and you're not distracted, you're not, not disturbed too. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that's key, especially when you're off work, like getting rid of the little numbers and the little mm-hmm. pop ups and yeah. all that stuff. Like, take your break.
2: Take it. Yeah, yeah I know. I've, I've never gone this far, but Chad Dunn, who we all know, when he went on vacation, mm-hmm. he would take the SIM card out of his phone. No, he would he would uninstall the corporate profile from his phone
1: when yeah. he went on a
2: vacation and then reinstall the profile when he got back. So you, he could not check email. He would have to go through a couple, you know, config, a large configuration process. So You know you're a workaholic. We knew that. I've come close to that, but.
0: I wanted to do it once and then mm-hmm. stop myself, but but I don't have to worry about that right now cuz we don't have corporate
2: profiles yet, thankfully. Yeah. No. So, but which means you can't turn it off either, yeah.
1: Right. Mhm. But the big companies have it, so Yeah, yeah. Sooner sooner or later, Melissa, you are going to have a uh, a corporate profile on your phone.
0: Yeah, and that's about the time when it's time for me to find something else. <laughs> <laughs> I have (laughs) discovered that I have that I'm a bit of a builder and and I have like a max kind of kind of tolerance for um, red tape, (laughs) or at least I think I do now. I used to endure a lot of red tape, so so maybe I'm wrong with this, but but I have definitely a sweet spot for like the size of company I enjoy working at versus versus the, the size that I can work at. So so that's, that's a thing now, I think. But um, one thing I've been doing to kind of help with things, especially on the super heavy, nutty meeting days, is, is Alexa reminders. Now, um, I wanted it to be routines and I started with routines and I set up these beautiful routines, but you have to manually go in and run the routines. So it's like, what's the point of having a routine if you have to tell it to work? But the reminders, you can schedule them like alarms and they will remind you to do stuff. So, so when ADD1, ADD2, and ADD3 all have three different meeting start times for their Zooms and I've got to be in a meeting and make sure that everybody's awake and, and doing what they're supposed to be doing at the same time, I can just set reminders and it's local to their device and schedule it and it's been so good. <laughs> so, so that's been something that's kind of saved me, especially the last few months because there have been a couple times, especially with the third grader who um, has trouble getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> and if I'm if I'm on meetings from five a.m. through nine, and I don't find myself a break to go and get him up, like it's it's a bit of a struggle to get him out of bed. But the reminders and you know the ability for others in the house to kind of hear those and know oh he's ne- he needs to do his job, like we cover it like a team. But having those reminders there helps.
2: Yeah, the other one that I do, that I didn't realize, I thought everyone did, um, you know, if you have a smartwatch or even a smartphone, um, like even cooking or, or doing something, like I'll just do set a, you know, set a timer for five minutes, right? Yes. You know, and I'll, I'll do, yes. I'll do in planks at the gym or everything. And I was doing the gym the other day and someone was like, what the hell are you doing? Like someone who has an Apple Watch. They're like, no, like, you know, like, You yes, can do like, this, yeah. Yes, yes, you can do this, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't tell me you do five minute planks. Please don't tell me that. No, that no,
2: I'm up heart. to I'm up to two. I'm up to two now. So.
0: Okay, I need I need to get it back up to two, but yeah. I'm I'm like one and on the struggle bus. So, so yeah, it's I love those timers too. I like them for running, so I remember when to turn around because sometimes I'll get lost in the music or the scenery or. Just, oh my God, I'm outside and there's fresh air and I don't have to deal with people. <laughs> like, well, not really deal with people. But, but, you know. Um, so having that alarm that kind of stops me and says, hey, it's time to turn around now before your nutty rear end is like three cities over. is <laughs> super helpful. Um, but yeah, running has been kind of a struggle too lately, to be honest. What about you Scott what 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 has you on Wednesday time what what is the amazing app or technology that has you on Wednesday
1: time? I, I think it's just that it's the it's the Monday through Friday where it's it, it, it is in a lot of cases sort of the the hamster wheel where it's like you know here it is and you just go and like the, the days don't feel different. Because it's like it's in the past, it'd be like, OK, so you know, I'm, I'm on the road and here's a couple of days and we'll be going here and it's the front end of the week, back end of the week or whatever it is. But that would like anchor the week and it would have kind of this feel. And I think a year into this, it's just like, you know, there's things that happen, you know, on a normal day in terms of just like regularly scheduled things. But as far as like the other stuff that you pay attention to, it just builds out day after day after day. And then pretty soon it just it's this sort of treadmill impact of, okay, it's just another day and it's going to start here and it's going to end here and there'll be another one. And eventually there'll be a day where we don't have to do that and it'll be done. So I think that's the that's the part of it that that is and then the other part is just you know having so many you know customer meetings mm-hmm. and having them all overlap in terms of yes. it's interesting because some of the the topics have been a lot of a bunch of the topics that have come up have been about things that I used to remember from things like two or three years ago that I kind of forgot. And it's like, oh my god, how did that work? Does is is the splitter embedded? And what, what, how did oh that? God. It's like, oh my god, it was like it was like, okay, I remember I used to know exactly how that worked, and now I I know how it works, but I can't remember. Did it do it that way or did it do it that way? And it's like, oh shit, I don't remember the, any of this stuff. I, it's not that I don't remember; it's just that it just becomes something that you used to talk about all the time a couple of years ago, and then you kind of forgot it, and then you came back up. Matter of fact, Melissa, your name came up yesterday. We were doing a um, a, uh, a failover demo, and we were laying out, I was talking to somebody, and I was laying out, so this is what we want, we want to do this, you want to do this, you want to do this, and he said, oh, you want to do the Melissa demo? I was like, yes, that's the demo that we want to do. We want to do the, uh, the Melissa demo, and they remembered the one from um, EMC world from I don't know how many years ago where you went in and you you entered an an inline it wasn't even an inline command, you just dropped the channels to the host in yeah. order to to um, uh, to simulate the host failing, failing. Right? Which, yeah. is basically, yeah, I remember which is what dog. which is what we wanted because that's what I wanted to show. I wanted to say this thing completely goes away and I want to show how the other side is still you know, unchanged and everything is available and up and running. And I was describing it and that's, they said, oh yeah, the Melissa thing. I was like, yeah, the Melissa thing. If we could mm-hmm. do that, that would be great. And then I was like, oh my God, I, if like I could just play the audio to that video, we wouldn't even have to do the demo because that's basically what they wanted to see. What did you, so,
2: what did you use to show? I'm trying to remember, what did you use to show the, the app still running for the host slot
1: what do we use uh for the uh to drive IO, we would use yeah. Iometer. We would just oh, you, run you, IO. Oh, you just pull up, Iometer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we yeah, just yeah. pull up Iometer and just run
2: IO. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. But it's kinda sad that you know that stuff, right? It's 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 good to know. And like when people need you, it's like okay. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh shit. I don't remember how that stuff used. To... I, I I used to know it like really, really well, but I haven't touched it in so long and everything just kind of you know, sort of merges in together. And it's like oh i can't remember what supported what and what it was and it's like all right they're going to expect me to know that i have to go out and um and do research on that so you know it's a little bit more work that's the thing about it you know when you do a customer gig it's like hey it's only 45 minutes how hard could it be And it's like yeah 45 minutes of presenting but you don't see the four hours that goes into you know pulling all this stuff together because you know, unfortunately, you know, I don't ever get to do the cookie cutter stuff where it is, tell me about, you know, data gravity and all these wonderful things and yeah. all this stuff. It's like, it's like, no, 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 I want to integrate that with this right here. And I want to know why this doesn't work and what's the I- API commits. So all that. that's the stuff I get pulled into. And it's like, oh, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so that's why that's why it's Wednesday.
0: that is why it's well it's my
2: it's friday for me i am done after this i'm going to edit the podcast in the morning take one call and gtfoh because i'm fucking done stick a fork in me awesome Um, but um and i'm angry at it i'm angry i'm angry at at everybody in the professional world so
0: i can relate i'm in the middle of writing a unholy amount of reviews and yep and delivering them at the same time Mm -hmm. and hiring and handling people who are transitioning out and all that that entails and i am taking next week off um except for friday because i have to be back for that kind of exit interview thing but um but next week's supposed to be spring break i don't have anything to do but you know i'm just gonna I'm just going to turn the notifications off and have adventures so we will see what happens
2: cool. very nice very nice Yep. Yeah, i think i'll turn mine off too tomorrow um yeah try to think of other tips that i have for productivity this why i struggle with it because like a lot of them are sort of you know, standard um
0: what about things like calendly and calendar management let's talk a little bit about that because i don't use calendly i don't use clockwise or anything like that but i see a lot it in use a lot Um, and, and I'm fascinated with the concept of calendar management as someone who constantly has meetings on her calendar between 6am and 4pm, um, with no room for a rest room break. Yeah. 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 So I, I have,
2: I have, I, so I have tried calendarly and it's, um, and it worked for a bit. The problem is, you know, I always find the integration with Outlook is odd or if it, if it works, you know, if you're on a corporate system. If you're on Gmail, it's better um, or, you know, and so I always struggle with it. Um, I gave up and I just used um, – and I actually, really, I don't like Google Calendar. Um, yeah. Was, that's in – in that suite, and Google Mail is decent, Google Calendar sucks. Yeah. Um, um, but um, the – the, I've just gone straight to just using Outlook calendar. Um, what, my one tip for the Outlook calendar, I was actually was going to mention this. I forgot what I forgot. Was I always add multiple time zones on the left, on the left-hand side of the calendar. Okay. Because it's, I, you know, I know it's just math, but like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, it, you know, and I can do the math for three to Pacific from East, but then I have, to, you know, sometimes I, I, we have people in Austin and what is, what fucking time zone is Austin in, right? You know, you know? it's
0: math until you have to deal with Arizona Indiana and the UK in that awkward
2: two weeks between. Yeah. Yeah. So I have I have the UK. I have Austin. I really have my people. I have a I have, you know, I have one there. And so, you know, I have East Coast, Pacific Coast. I have Austin and 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 then I have the UK. And so because it's just easier when you're scheduling it. Don't make me think about it, you know, and do the math every time. Just click, click, click and go. Right. I can look I can look and click. Oh, OK, you know, yeah. Oh, from there's something in the end, that's going to be, you know, you know, 10 p.m. Uh, Friday, time frame, you know, you know, as opposed mm-hmm. to late Friday. Yeah, so it's just it's just a good reminder and visual. Even though I could do it.
1: Yeah. So I don't have a calendar management technology that I use. I have a calendar management strategy. Go on. And my and my, my strategy is so you know a, a lot of a lot of the meetings that I get pulled into, they get scheduled two three weeks out, mm-hmm. and I would say that there is a very high reschedule rate associated with those with those invites and one the thing that would one of the things that would always be frustrating is that you know you would you would block off a time for an internal meeting or a customer gig or whatever it is and you do that like three weeks out and you would you would hold that time and people want to like you know schedule something on top of that and you would have to decline and everybody would have to kind of like reschedule and and what i've done and it's actually it's probably kind of like a las vegas playing the you know the odds type of a thing is my my strategy is that for most things like things that are okay we can figure it out when we get closer to it i accept everything just whatever comes in whatever time it is if you have a thing i will accept it and we'll go from there so if you send me something two three weeks out even if i have something on top of that fine right because i'll you know i'll prioritize if it's a customer thing that obviously is is on top of that and then internal stuff depending on how involved i am it, it kind of goes from there but but that is that is my strategy: is to just accept everything and then i play defense right so as we get closer you know i expect some things are going to drop off or some things are going to change and that's going to free it up and then i'll have that block of time and i didn't waste you know holding that time for something that ended up getting um rescheduled the only time it becomes an issue is that when you know you're a day before and you have two things that are pretty important and you need to like be involved with one or the other and nobody has canceled and it's interesting because i would say that the odds of that happening are probably i would say maybe one in ten times i've done something where there have been two things that i really need to go to and i've let them like kind of overlap And something would come up and, you know, you know, I I had to pull out of something, even though it caused pain on the other side because they had to, like, make changes. But that's, you know, that's it, because it's again, it's so easy to go ahead and block the time. And when you block the time, you block everybody out. And it's always good to get the cancellation. But when you get the cancellation, you know, a day or two before, it's like, oh, my God, I had all this other stuff that I could have used that time for. Um, and and again it's it's probably not the best practice in terms of you know how to manage the uh the calendar but but again i think part of you know doing everything remote and everybody having these remote meetings it's just so much easier it's not like you know hey we're having a you know we're gonna have a lunch and learn with a customer we're gonna do it at noon on whatever the date is and we're all flying in that doesn't happen anymore, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. if somebody if somebody can't make it, it's way easier to go ahead and reschedule that, which results in a lot of those meetings that you accept three or four weeks, at, maybe not four weeks, but certainly two or three weeks ahead, those change and those get rescheduled. So now my, my, my strategy is just like, I'll just accept it all, and then as we get to the day before, if there's something going on, then I'll start to worry about how we get someone else to cover whatever it is that I accepted and now unfortunately can't do. So yeah.
2: So my I have a calendar tip as well that I use that I think has worked really well, particularly when you manage large teams, Melissa.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, like I used to get interrupted by like, oh, can you can you talk to me for a couple of minutes about this, or can you check, can you review this quickly, All right? Yep. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I have early in the day, you know, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. I have a block, I have a half hour block of time that I put on my team's calendar as non-blocking. And then I put on my my calendar as blocking, right? Mm-hmm. And it's my standing office hours. Nice. And you just come in. If you have something quick, you want me to review something, you know, rather than send it to me via email or, you know, have a go back, you know, and, and sit in a queue, right? Or if you have a quick question about something, get, get on the office calls, you know, get one or two or three people, you know, in a half hour, and we'll just go through it, right? You get in queue and, and go through it.
0: Yeah. That's cool. And it
2: works. Yeah, it works. It's, and it's cut down. I mean, yeah, every now and then there's an emergency thing, but like people now know it took it took a while for people to get sick. Oh, like, no. So they send me an email and say, hey, why don't we talk about this at Office House tomorrow? Why don't we talk about this office, you know? You know, or you know, basically it's, it's every other day, so there's it's always something there for people to do. Right on. hmm. And do you you have what are you, what are your calendar tips for technology?
0: Oh, I try to block out time on my calendar. I don't know that mm. I have um, – I haven't been great about enforcing that.
2: I can't. I've never been able to. And by the way, that's the only time. That's that one half hour. If no one shows up, I actually get a bonus half hour a day. I'm really like. It. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even block out time for lunch. I can't even do that. It's just yeah.
0: too crazy. Yeah, I try to. People always schedule over it. They're like, lunch, yeah. whatever. I, I <laughs> gave up on that a decade ago. Yeah. yeah. I. It seems to be that when I block off time for – doing drop-offs and pickups for the kids at school, that at least 50% of the time people will honor that. And that's the Mm -hmm. only time I have to decline because I'm like physically not in a place where I can do a meeting. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but those are new because we just returned to school and of Mm -hmm. course there are no buses. So, (laughs) so it's like, well, uh, I am the bus and I cannot meet at those times. So that one becomes easy, but but a lot of times I'll try to block off time to do things like reviews or like um, stuff that requires actual focus time and and it just gets scheduled over. And then I look at it and I'm like, well, that's an important meeting. I can't really cancel it. <laughs> and, and it kills me because because I need to cancel those meetings and get and get stuff done during the day, like for balance for for sanity, for for all the things, right? But I found that that more effectively like getting up when people don't expect me to get up and working at you know five six in the morning um, actually actually does more for for my productivity than than blocking off time later in the day anyway which is sad because I don't like to get up that early <laughs> but yeah I'm I would love to hear tips on this if, if anybody in um in our listening audience has has advice for me here because because my calendar has gotten aggressively nuts.
2: Yeah, I have no clue. I have no clue. I mean the only thing I need to do is get an admin. somebody to police. So yeah. Oh.
0: Yes. An admin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm still struggling for, yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, so you bring up a good point, right? So, so that that so one of the things that is irritating are for people, especially when they're smaller meetings where they they schedule the reoccurring meeting. And and it might be just kind of like the team meeting, and it depends on what the team is. Um, And that's all fine. And Danny, because you know, you know, at this time on this day, we're all going to get together and you block that off. And that's, that's fine. But when that that meeting gets, you know, rescheduled or cancelled on a regular basis, and usually on the day of, right, here's what I would say I'm going to use my my outside voice I'll use my inside voice for this one I wouldn't say this uh publicly so it's just between us because we're 43 minutes into the podcast so there's probably only a handful of people listening um when when you have people that do that I will like anytime I have something else come up and it's like okay it's just that meeting right there I will. 100% of the time schedule on top of that and even though that's an important meeting that I should probably attend if we come down to that 1 in 10 where you know okay now I'm double booked I'm not going to go to that meeting and if they and if it was ever asked why it would be like listen I wasn't just you know hanging around doing nothing I had other stuff that's going going on. And the only reason why I booked on top of that is because almost every time, not almost every time, but most times that meeting gets pushed and it gets pushed the day of. So I'm not going to hold that time for something that I know that there's a high likelihood, especially when there's something else, A, more important, B, and probably more importantly, something I'd rather be doing happening at that time. I'm just going to push it. So you know, if you've got that reoccurring meaning, and it's good to have that block of time and have everybody together. But, you know, if it comes to the point where, you know, either no one's showing up or there's no point to it, don't block the time because, you know, for people that are, that are, you know, busy and, and you know, that that's important is how much stuff can you cram into the day. It, it's not helpful to know that, you know, for the next 52 weeks at, you know, whatever the day, whatever the time, we're all going to get together, maybe. Right. That's why I love the, that's why I love this podcast. This thing is solid. We're forty four episodes. We like have literally missed like just a handful of yeah. of, of less than a, less than less than five. Yeah. 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 Less than yeah. Than yeah. Five, so yeah, yeah. We missed so, last
0: week because I had to umpire a game for the kid, but but yeah, uh, it's been it's been solid. I I want to say we've we've maybe missed or planned to miss like three yeah so so yeah, yeah I, I kind of do the inverse of that, Scott in, in that I see a regularly scheduled meeting on the calendar and it's one of those where you show up and nobody has like a plan, mm. even though there's a meeting organizer yeah. and and everybody's just like, uh, oh, status, what's that? And I'm like, I will aggressively last minute bail on those meetings every time. It's like there's no agenda. there's no communication as to what we're going to accomplish with this thing. I've got to manage my time effectively. So I will, I will bail on those like five minutes before not a care in the world and be like, until you get your act together and come up with an agenda or, or some kind of plan for this meeting, I don't need to be there.
1: So, Melissa, there are about, I would say, <laughs> 100,000 TikTok videos out right now that what you just said, that's a TikTok you just have yes. to type in the text in the bottom, and you have to put the effects <laughs> in the front. That was a TikTok video; it was perfectly. But yes, that nobody is, uh, wants to
0: see my face on TikTok. No, that's that's <laughs> one
1: thousand. That's one thousand percent not true, right? Um, but um, but yeah, it, it it it's a thing, and it, it, you know. So I, it's unfortunate. Like if I have a couple of minutes to spare, and it's like okay, I'm moving to switch something over. It's like okay, what am I gonna do? Unfortunately, I'll quickly check. The um, the my uh, my for you page on on TikTok, and it's one of it's like so we're talking about things that are efficiency applications. What I would say is the counter efficiency application is when you when you start scrolling through some of the TikTok stuff because I'll tell you, the algorithms are working. They they know the things that I find funny and entertaining, and you know again they're you know 10-second, fifteen second clips. But then when you sit there and you go one after the other after the other, and you're like, oh, shit, I'm late for this meeting because I'm wasting time looking at, uh, at TikToks. And, and, and I, I think that's the, one of the biggest applications that benefited from everybody being home is like, okay, now I can create all this content, I can post all this content, but I can like, just check this stuff out that's frivolous. It's a little bit better than a mem or a meme, however, uh... you, however the kids want to say it a meme but um yeah but there's some some uh some some great content i think i just i saw this great one of a guy giving a ted talk and i had to watch it like three times because it was so perfect where um he would talk about you know here i am giving a presentation now i'm going to say something funny and you all are going to laugh and everybody laughs now i'm going to say something very meaningful and just personal to me and everybody's going to go, ah, and everyone went, ah. And it was just like, it was like, oh, this is great. I think I sent that one to you. It was brilliant. Yeah, you, brilliant. Did, you that, did. It was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what other, I mean other productivity tips, you know. I mean, for me, the other thing is, you know, I learned not to sit down in front of my desk until I'm ready to work. I used to do that particularly early on. You know, I would get up and just sit down, have coffee or something in front of the thing and sort of move around. And then, you know, the, the alerts would start going off, mail would start coming in. You get distracted. For me, it was just like, okay, you know, get away from the desk. We well, don't want to work. Get away from the desk.
0: Yep. 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 I also join my meetings early and just go off camera, off mic. Mm. Um, yeah. That way, you know, if, if a meeting, fin- if, if the meeting before finishes early and I get distracted by an email or something else, I'm off camera, off mic, so they can't see what I'm doing. But I'm on the meeting on time. And, and then when I hear people talking, I can be like, oh, because what will happen is ADD will take over and I'll be fully into this document and, and doing like productive, important mm-hmm. things. But at the same time, like I'll look up and it's like, oh, my meeting's half over. I should have joined that. My so
1: so here's, here's the thing. So I have I have a theory. Do you want to hear it? Yep. yeah do we have time yeah we have a few so yeah, we're coming so, so whenever i join a zoom meeting i am like really really judgy of like that wait time before the presentation or whatever is happening actually kicks off because it's all about you know how is that person coming into the meeting and what is the the impression that they're trying to make right so there are there are kind of three categories there are You know the people that will join the meeting and as soon as it comes on they're on video and they're live and like everybody can see them and they're sitting there and they're typing on their keyboards and they're drinking their coffee and they're looking around and what i've noticed about the people that join and go live they they either have two things going for them number one they have like a really cool home office where you know behind them they've got stacks of books or they have really cool, you know, Lego uh, constructions, or and they have great, you know, artwork in the back of them, and they, they're like, okay, I, I built this thing, this is my studio, so when I come in, I want everybody to see all this real stuff that I have going on behind me, so that's kind of number one. The the second one that will show them themselves immediately on the meeting are the ones that have you know, the fake backgrounds. And mm-hmm. For whatever reason, it's, you know, it's the Star Trek, you know, background or it's, you know, what, yeah. whatever it is. Some cityscape, <laughs> yeah, boring what, shit, what, yeah, what, yeah. You know, whatever it is. But they're like, OK, you can see me. You can't see really where I am. But if I could be anywhere, I would be on the the hollow deck of, you know, the the USS Enterprise. That, that's where I would be right now. Right. So those are those are those people. They, they they're there and they want people to see where they are. And they're waiting, even though nothing's going on. But it's like, OK, I, I'm here. The second ones are the ones that they come in and we've talked about this. And, you know, they've got they've got a photo right so it's their name and it's a photo and they're muted it's okay but now you can kind of check them out and you'll be like there's two types of people where they'll have the actual photo of them hey here's what i look like and it could be a headshot, it could be just a selfie it could be whatever it is but at least i can see what you look like but then there are the other ones that'll show the photo and it's like a caricature or it's a background or it's some avatar it's something where okay That's, I see your name. I see you, you know, you like, you know, whoever that character is, but I still don't know who you are. But at least you put a picture in there. And then, like, the third ones are the ones that are just the names, where it's just the name. And sometimes it's not even like the full name, it's just the first name. It's like, I'm Bob, or I'm, you know, Ted, or I'm Mary, or whatever it is. You couldn't even like type in the rest of your name. And so I (laughs) sit there for whatever reason it is, I will scroll through. So if there's like, 40 people joining, I will go through and I'll be like, okay, who are the people that are showing, you know, that are on live? Who are the people that are showing a photo? Is it a real photo? Is it a fake photo? And who are the people that have their names and the ones that could care so less about how they're being represented that you couldn't even add your last name because it's so hard to type that out. You just want to be Bob, Ted, Bill, whatever it is. So anyway, I said I was going to be really judgy. I know that was quite judgy, but that's after sitting through a year of these meetings and having, you know, you know, dozens of them a week. That's that's my takeaway from this and that's where you fit in that. By the way, I will answer the question. I come on, I am live. You could see my R2-D2. I don't know if you guys saw, but I, yep. I, uh, I went out one night and I oh, had a no. couple of cocktails. And I said, you know what? I don't. Why do I not have a stormtrooper helmet? That seems like insane. I should have a stormtrooper helmet. So I hit the button, and 24 hours later, I had a stormtrooper helmet. So that's what's sitting there in the uh, in the background. It has the voice changer, by the way. It's really cool when you put it on your head and you put the button. You can talk exactly like a stormtrooper. It changes the voice. So anyway, 200 bucks on Amazon, but it was a good investment. So anyway, that's who I am. What are you, Melissa? Out of curiosity. So when you join that meeting, are you? Do, do you have? What's your photo? When you join the Zoom meeting, do you have a picture?
0: My picture for when I'm off video and on Zoom is probably about five years old now. But it's that that red kind of professional photo that I got taken in the red shirt with the blondish hair. Um, that's but kind Do of you default to video or there. the photo? I default to video. Okay. And I do that on purpose because I spend a lot of time in my home. And I feel like... Um, Conference calls are more engaging when there's movement and activity and you can see a face. Um, also, because I am very, very, very expressive with, uh, with my body language. so um, I, and, and as a former SE, I feel like that level of expression is important in understanding when you're presenting something, how it's resonating or not. Um, and, and it helps communicate like level of engagement, level of commitment, level of interest in whatever is going on. Yes. And, and that helps with, with kind of moving forward in a way that, that is harder to do when everybody is just kind of off camera trying to talk through things.
1: So I'm, I'm glad you said that because what I think are the, the people that go on video versus the people that are the, the nameless, faceless people, I, it's interesting because when you're having a conversation and you get challenged by people, right. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I challenge isn't the right way to say, it. you know, people ask questions and sometimes the questions aren't easy questions and you have to kind of like be careful about, you know, how you tee up, what, what the, what the answer is. And it's interesting because, you know, there, 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 there's a level of transparency you can have with somebody that you, I can physically see you. I can see your reaction. I, I, I feel like I can, you know, talk to you and in, 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 in engage with you with whatever that question is at a level of detail because we're being very transparent because I can see you. I get very concerned about, you know, the Bob out there where I don't know who he is. I don't know what he does. I don't know where he's from. I have nothing about him other than his name is Bob and he's asking these questions. And it's like, dude, I don't even know your last name. So I don't even mm-hmm. know why I, I don't even know why I'm like It's not that I don't know why I'm dealing with you, but I'm not going to take you very seriously because I can't have a transparent conversation with you because you won't even let me see what you look like. And I don't even care if you're live or not, but at least have a photo, a picture or something that says, "Okay, here's, you know, here's who I am. I'm not, you know, I'm not Spongebob. I'm like a real Bob. So, (laughs) you
0: know, okay. Oh, my Another
2: get off my lawn moment brought to that's you. That's
1: not that's Bye. not true. So so what about you, Colin? When you join a meeting, I know you're live. And well, I- no, it,
2: it depends. I'm an it depends guy, actually, because you guys like I, I will I, I make a conscious choice about what role I'm going to have in the meeting and then I choose.
1: If that's I'm presenting
2: true. if I'm presenting I'm always I'm always live. If it's an interaction discussion like a staff meeting, etc., I'm on video, I'm live. If it's, if it's one of these things where I'm listening to someone else shown on and I know I'm not going to be participating much, I am my professional headshot photo. Like, that,
0: you know, that is true for something. me yeah. too. Yeah, Because
2: I don't want to say, I mean, I'm not. if I want to set the expectation that you don't, you know, like if someone's smart, they figured, hey, when Colin's got his photo up, He's not going to be, you know, he's going to be participating, but, you know, passively. Right. So, know, but, but, but when
1: you, but when you, so, so I get that, right? So if, obviously if it's, you know, all these people and you're just there to kind of listen, you, you don't need to be live and that's cool. But like, if you have to ask, if you have to ask a question, are you the, you know, name not recorded like version of that? Or do you go live and say, okay, here I am. I'm, I'm going to ask a question and you can actually it, see me.
2: It depends. Like I said, you know, if I'm talking with an analyst or something where you know I want to like drive through that, if it's someone I know in the company, you know, and I'm just asking one question, in a large meeting about you know some product planning thing, you know, I, I won't go on video for that. You know, depending on, you know, I mean, you know, again, I'll go on video for to make a connection with them, like you said, Scott. But if the connection, if it's a, if it's a transactional like, thing, hey, you know, have you thought about this? I don't need to to go on that, you know, for video for that.
1: It's to me, it's it's surprising about how there are people out there that are kind of like tone deaf to mm-hmm. to the to tone deaf not death the to tone deaf to the fact that yeah that is important like people you know yeah
2: we, we, but but one of the things one of the things I actually told my team early on in COVID I said you know I'm a big believer in turning the camera on I told them that when you know when I started working here I said I want the camera on I said but during COVID I understand there can be times where you, you're just not gonna be ready to have the camera on. You know, you have to get up early to take the kids to school, or, or something happened, and you know you're not present. You don't think your camera presentable. Don't feel compelled to do it, right? You yeah, know? but yeah.
1: that that so that's the ex- that should be the exception, not the rule. Yeah, correct. And there yeah. are people out there. Well, that's the rule.
2: Oh no, there are people who just don't do it. I mean, I mean, yeah. I, remember, I remember at EMC, almost no one turned the cameras on. Yeah. I mean, it was that was the exception. I mean, back in the day, and again, I mean, we, also the conferencing software was shitty too. But yeah, um, yeah. But actually, what I love is I miss, I miss, I miss, I miss. Pure had Zoom rooms. Yes. So, you know, and so much easier. Remember those few shitty conference rooms we had at, at EMC, Scott? Like the one no, on the I No,
1: I don't. I don't think one ever <laughs> happened. Oh, God. No, remember
2: there was that, like, the, 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 it was always like 10 minutes of the video set up and working? Yeah.
1: Never happened. No, I'm oh. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. I do totally remember
2: that yeah they're a polycom system that it was a pain in the butt and like et etc yeah the zoom rooms it you know and, and the zoom technology actually that's one that i don't i still don't know how they do it um and someone told me it was it was ultrasonic but like you would be in a room and you would um start a zoom meeting and not have the and not have it booked through any account or, or have it booked through calendar system but you would hit start meeting on your zoom client and it would automatically prompt you to share in the room. It would know, and I'd like it wasn't geolocation because it's not that fine, you know, fine because there'd be two rooms next to each other and you like to trust turning off. But somehow it would know, and the cameras and those worked always really, really well. So I'm a big fan of
1: that. But but it's incredible when you think about maybe not ten years, so where we are, I, probably like eight years, seven years. Uh-huh. How, how much the video conferencing yeah. technology has advanced. Yes. Because remember yeah. the days where, like, Cisco telepresence came out. Yeah. Oh, well, what God. is yeah. telepresence? Well, we are going to dedicate a room, and there's going to be certain yeah. rooms in different parts of the buildings, and they are going to be hardwired, and they're going to have these high-definition cameras, and they're going to have all this stuff, and everything is going to be, like, you know, all, yeah. all set up. But- and it costs... Hey, yeah, not tens yeah. of thousands, but hundreds of hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars to do. And if you were to walk a kid in that's like been doing Zoom mm-hmm. classes for like the last year and be like, this is how we used to do it, right? They would yeah. be like, Are you kidding me? But the, the thing about but the thing about that is I think, you know, yes, the
2: video encoding technology has improved a little bit and the the cameras have gotten smaller, et cetera. But what really improved in that is just the ubiquity of, of the protocols, right? Mm-hmm. And the apps to do them because you know you had FaceTime, you know some of the back then, or some other things you had, but, but just the ease of use. I mean, I rem- I remember trying to nice. do those calls. It was they were such a pain in the ass, ease of use. Yep, but yeah, but anyhow. So we've we've gotten off topic, and I think it's time for us to wrap up, right?
0: Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. So and so I am hosting next time. week. I am yeah. next
2: week, so that's why I'm forcing my in here. So I have two great topics. I have Yay. Two great topics. I have two great topics. Um, actually, on the tech one, I'm 50-50. I got to make a decision. Let's flip a coin. Um, but for the wine, I know what I'm going to do for the wine. I'm going to ask it. everyone to make a judgment. What's going to be your wine of the summer and why?
1: Oh, wine.
2: I'm, I'm thinking about summer. I want the good weather to, to to stay. We've had we've had hints of it. It comes and goes here, but I want I want more. So, what's going to be your what's gonna, What are you, What's going to be your go-to wine of the summer or your you know?
1: Right. Yeah. That is really good. That's okay. a good one. I like yep, that. Yep, yes. Yep, so
2: make a prediction, you know, or you can do trendy prediction, you know, like Rosé was hot a couple of years ago, whatever you want. Here going back, um right. That and then on, fun. And then on the tech side, I was thinking about getting back to soft skills again around tech and I was struggling with that because I thought those are really good conversations we have. Um, but I'm so what I what I sort of came up with as a hybrid one. What were the things that not related to tech that you learned from technology?
0: Oh, nice!
2: Yeah. So something that you know, what what knowledge did you gain that's more general purpose than the tech, you know, that inspired it? So describe the tech and describe the right. So you know, tech inspirations or tech, yes, tech inspirations. Tech inspirations, okay. Yeah, but not for technias. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So lessons learned from technology.
1: All right. Cool. I like it. Awesome. Love it. Good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Well, with that, um, it's time to say goodbye. So, so thank I you. Thank you. Say sadly, farewell. Sadly, sadly, <laughs> yes. sadly,
1: sadly yes. time to say goodbye.
0: Yes. Yeah. So, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone for listening. Until next time.
1: Peace out, everybody. Good tech, good one.